Welcome to Functional Design Enclosure. I'm Christoph Newman. And I am Nate Jones. We're here to help you use closure and functional programming to make your everyday life as a developer less frustrating and more fulfilling. Do you need help with closure? Do you uh, are, are you frustrated with closure? Are you not fulfilled <laughs> by closure? Uh, <laughs> Uh, we, we, we most certainly are, are, are having a lot of fun with it, and we want you to have fun with it, too. Definitely. And we also would love to hear from you. Hit us up on Slack, the Closurian Slack, at the Closure Design Dash podcast channel. Mm-hmm. Or hit us up on Twitter at Closure Design, or go for good, old-fashioned, boring technology and send us an email to feedback at closuredesign.club. We are also a fan of boring technology. <laughs> yes, boring, reliable technology that you know will get there. Uh, well, most of the time. Yes. Um, so, I think uh, we should talk. We really need to talk, Christoph. There's, there's, there's something that, that confuses a lot of newcomers to closure, and, and I think it's time that we address it. Uh, we need to talk about... Okay. We need to talk about reduce... We need to reduce down the number of people that are pro- have problems with reduce. I I thought you were going to talk about parentheses. <laughs> can, can, no, calling syntax. <laughs> parentheses are a joy. They're they're hugs around your code. Yes, uh, reduce, 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 reduce. Yeah. So reduce was one of like for some reason when I when I was learning functional styles of programming, map made a lot of sense to me. Filter. You know, remove, filter, and remove, kind of our analogous enclosure, opposite, and that that stuff made sense to me. But reduce took me a little while to really wrap my brain around that. And mm-hmm. and the reason why we're doing this episode about reduce is because because understanding reduce is incredibly important for really understanding functional programming. I would I would assert. <laughs> Let's let's say let's see if we can back that up. Yeah, I think I think one of the reasons why I was always nervous about reduce is because I've never been a very good cook, and and there have been lots of times I've read in recipes where it says you know to reduce reduce it down. <laughs> and it doesn't tell you how to reduce. It just assumes that you have this underlying knowledge about cooking that you know how to reduce something. Um, and so the same thing happened in, in closure, and and you know when I dabbled with uh, the other the other functionals um, before finding the one true way, um, <laughs> is that you know reduce is just another peer to all the functions. But but you're right, there there there's a lot of levels to it um, that that can get really gnarly if you don't approach it um, with with a good understanding. Yeah. So about a year ago, we were talking about tic tac toe, and talking about state in functional programming and dealing with state and so on and so forth. And um, it was interesting because we we brought up Reduce in that episode. If you haven't listened to the beginnings of the podcast, go back and listen to our first series there. I think it's episode two, three, and four. And, and don't hold it, it against us. <laughs> yes. And um, and so, but re- Reduce, so the... the for me, a big the big concept was really trying to understand like how reducing works, right? So, so reducing like reduce takes a function, and then it also takes like a seed value, optionally seed value, and then 
uh, collect like a seed result, I should say, and then a collection, like a list or something that you're operating on, right? And it's it's gonna it's gonna process all those things, and and all the examples I read when I was learning Reduce were all about what I would call like aggregations, mm-hmm. right? Like summing up things, you know, like like map the list to get all the I don't know the the uh, the weights. And then you sum up the total number of kilograms of all the things, right? By reducing with a plus, you know, or or, or those right. kinds of things, like aggregation. And 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 one of the the, the confusing things is 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 it, if you squint hard enough, it kind of looks like a like a like an imperative loop. Like you you don't have imperative loops in functional programming uh, because you don't have mutation. But you have to if you're going to add something up, you have to have like some bucket that that accumulates the 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 total over time or if you're right you know and and so that's what that seed value is um and so you have but you have to have some way of of capturing it without using recursion like recursion you're going to blow your stack if you're gonna if you if you go too far and so um it was yeah like i always encountered it when i when i wanted to you know i've i've used the closure core functions to slice and dice and transform my data into the the, the format that i want and now i want to do some aggregation on it i want to do sum it up i want to you know uh, take the average i want to do anything that requires calculation and 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 so the the reduce right. is usually what i reach for in that case yeah yes you want to boil it down into a result <laughs> <laughs> right Yes, yes. Is it, is it, I suppose that's the <laughs> definition, the cooking definition of reduce. <laughs> so I guess it's got a good name then. Yeah, it seems very appropriate. And okay, and I guess before we get too far into the weeds talking about reduce, in general, in functional programming, you'll see the word fold, like fold come up a lot, right? The other, other functional programming languages or various libraries, Especially oh, yeah. uh, more theoretic ones, they tend to use the word fold <laughs> instead of reduce. More more right? pedantic but, ones, yes. Yeah, and, and there are particular differences. Mm-hmm. But in general, the process of reducing uh, could be considered a, a folding process, right? And, and either you're going to be folding from the beginning of the list, if you will, through to the end... So the left so, to right fold, or you're going to fold from the end to the beginning. So you so mean like closure? You, yeah, you take the first value and you fold the second value into it, and then you fold the third value into that. It's like you're 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 continually pushing it into that first value. That's what you mean by fold. Right. Like I'm trying to like right. reduce is like boiling down. Is folding like like you're actually folding a piece of cloth over on itself? Yeah, I like the reduce metaphor a little better. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is like you're it is like you're cool. folding. Like like folding dough, you know. You, so so you you take dough. I don't know if you've ever made like like dough that has to be like a good a good pie crust. So now we we've we've just taken a hold of the cooking metaphors and we're running with it. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and, Lots and so of you folding. fold the dough on top and then you roll it and fold it on top and then press it and fold it on top and then you know and it's kind of makes makes this end result that has a, a lot of beautiful layers in it. Fluffing anyway, yes. so. Yeah, you could think of that as fold, right? You're taking a new piece and folding it in. You're fold you're you're folding in the butter or something. I don't know. We're probably reading way too much into this. <laughs> <laughs> but whether we- you're reducing the sauce or you're folding the dough, <laughs> 
we'll we'll call them reducing functions. We'll call right. it reducing and reducing functions, which is basically a left fold <laughs> for those of you who right. who want to get into the particulars. Okay. So the but the key thing about like reduce is that function, the the reducing function, the function that it takes. I I'll argue that that is a super critical deeply important concept in functional programming and I didn't really realize it at the time. But but it's 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 really important because it is how you take a, an intermediate result and then you get take in new information and produce another intermediate result, right? Yeah, totally. And this is, I think we encounter this a lot when we're talking about, like getting back to our um, our tic-tac-toe example. Um, and we use this in, when the state is much more complex and, you know, businessly, businessy. Uh, but we have functions that basically take, the, as the first argument, the state, and then additional arguments, you know, things that we need to, it, it will inform us in reducing that state into the new state. And so we, we th- this pattern, even if we don't actually call reduce using these functions, they are reducing functions because they, like you said, they take an, uh, uh, the, the first value, uh, the first, like an accumulation, and they accumulate it to the next step. It's like one step of a reducing or a redu- reduction. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the reducing function, when you're looking that, you're, you're seeing what one step of the reduction looks like. Mm-hmm. And you can write you can write a, any reduction function. You could also write it as a loop, right? So, like in Clojure, you do loop recur, right? So you can make a loop, and then that loop is going to have an accumulator value, and then it's going to have this list, and and anyway, so they're they're analogous. But see, loops are going to be eager, right? They don't let you produce lazy sequences, and so so the nice thing, so. So the nice thing in closure is using reduce, it can be lazy. But I guess now here we are talking about three things at once. So a reducing <laughs> function in general in closure is a function that takes a result. It takes two parameters, right? And yes, there's some nuances to write a good reducing function. There's like the zero arity and the one arity and the two arity. Okay. So, but it takes two parameters. One of them is your intermediate result, sometimes called the accumulator, and then the other is a value, like the next value in the sequence or or the whatever it is that you're traversing. And then it produces a new result, right? A new accumulator, right? So it's, right. it's sort of function signature, if you will, is accumulate to, to argument, accumulator, and value returns a new accumulator, right? And right. that is a reducing function. So it, it takes your current intermediate sta- state, takes some extra information, does something with it, and produces a new state. Maybe maybe it just takes the current state and just propagates it forward. It, the extra information, it said, you know, there's nothing to do, right? Like that was an right. invalid move. <laughs> so the game state's right. not going to change, right? Or or that that data was irrelevant. So we're not going to include it into the result or, or whatever, right? So yeah, the accumulator, the value a, produces a new accumulator. And, and there's a lot of, of, of simple examples that are already in closure itself. Um, like, for instance, uh, the plus function is, is a reducing function. You, plus will take, if you give it two numbers, like you're, say you're adding up a, a list of numbers and your, your, your current result is two, you pass that as the first argument and you pass the next one, which is three, to it, and you'll get 
five. And then you can pass five to the function and you pass another one, and you, uh, another number and you'll get the next one. So uh, if, you're, if you're adding up a list of numbers, you can just do reduce plus and the list of numbers. Um, and it'll 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 it, it, it'll work without you having to write your you know write a function to wrap that you know um, right. There's also conj. Conj I think is like the the seminal <laughs> um, reducing function uh, because it actually it actually does different things for different um, collection types, but it always takes a collection and an element to add to that you know. And so we use it a lot in you can use it right. a lot in in your reduction functions as well. Right. So like conj is a reducing function because it takes that collection, takes a new thing and gives you a new collection with that new thing incorporated in. Yeah. So maybe that's a tuple of a key value tuple, a.k.a. a two element list. <laughs> and so this is where uh, closure not having straight up tuples, you know, I'm going to call a two element list a tuple. <laughs> This is my theoretic background ground into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But, um, Closure is yeah, a very practical language, so I think that it's it's okay. We can we can yes, be happy yes. with so, it. So you take that two element list tuple and you you uh, conj it in to your map, and now you have a new key value pair in the map, right? Or you take your set and you conj in a value. Now you have a new value in your set, right? So you've taken your your thing and you have modified it to produce a new thing, right? And and so the reason why I say this is a backbone, this is a backbone of functional programming in many ways, is because we don't have mutation. You you can't take a set and and mutate it and get a new set, right? You Like you have to take a set and produce a new set with the thing in it. You have to take a list and produce a new list with the thing in it. Right. And of course, uh, this right. is efficient under the hood with structural sharing and persistent data structures and all that. But conceptually, you're taking a value and you, another value and you're, you're combining them together and producing a new value. Right. It's one of the ways that functional programming kind of gets around having to use recursion um, because there's problems with recursion. But you you need to take a previous value and add to it repeatedly, and so it kind of builds those patterns in, like into reduce, and um, I mean loop loop is another way of getting around that, um, and and so it, it's but it it's it kind of handles that 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 pattern for you. You don't have to do it yourself. Yeah, in your statement, I heard a question. <laughs> Why why don't why don't we just do this with recu- recursion and loop recur, right? Like you can either write loop recur which is which is um unnamed recursion, right? Or you can like write a function and and use recur on the function and have named recursion. <laughs> but right. but yeah, why don't we just solve this problem with recursion? And I think it really comes back to lazy val- like lazy semantics oh interesting right? i was i was actually i was my 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 scars from recursion have all been because of blowing the stack not necessarily because of of, of laziness um but but i think that yeah that's an interesting point to make that 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 with you with with recursion <clears throat> you end up having all of the memory for all the whole collection in memory at the same time instead of being able to process it iteratively right yeah yeah you 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 can't 
you can't produce a new intermediate value uh, with with recursion, right? There, there are certain constructs in some functional programming languages called generators. Well, like even multi-paradigm languages like Python have generators, mm. which give mm. you kind of that concept of it feels recursive, right? And you're producing values recursively. And even with closure in the lazy seek, right? The way lazy seek works, it, it, it really is uh, a generator in a way, right? And so, but the idea is that you don't want to use straight loop recur because, because in some cases we want laziness. Now, the caveat to this, of course, is in closure, reduce isn't lazy. Reduce is eager. Um, so we, so it's not quite as good as uh, maybe certain folds are in other languages. <laughs> but, but the idea, yeah. the, the idea is like, like in general, being able to take the current state, apply a value, and produce produce a new state of that. You could do that in a lazy way. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that lazy, lazy sequences and closure um, are kind of the way that closure answers the 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 iterative generator side of it um but when you want the eager aggregation aggregation side of it you you know re- reduces the is the is the tool to use for that yeah yeah okay and so so like reduction functions are really really useful because they're they're more general than other list functions like you can you can implement filter as a reduction function, right? As a reduce. You can implement map as a reduce. Um, you can implement a, a lot of these other core functions. And in fact, a number of core functions, like for example, into. And even even the, the multi-arity, so when you do like, uh, when you use plus and, and you say like apply plus and then a whole list of values to sum together, once you cross, uh, it's like two or three arity of plus. It just turns into a reduce if you look at the source code in Closure Core, right? Oh man, that's clever. Yeah. So, 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 like you can implement all these things. So, so, like, how would filter look as a reduction function? Right. You would you would have your result well, list, and then you would have an element, right? And so, basically, like you need a predicate to know whether or not this thing should be included, right? So you could write a reduction function that that had an if statement in it, you know, calling your predicate, right? right. And so then, then if it matches a predicate, you conj that value onto the, the result vector. Let's say you want to keep them in order, so you're going to use a vector. And if it doesn't match, then you just return your result vector without the thing, right? And so then you yeah, can exactly. write a reduction function. If you wanted to make that more general, you could write a function that took a predicate function and returned a reduction function, right? So that you didn't have to hard code your specific predicate in into your reduction function, right? But oh, I see. But, make you make yeah. make a higher order function. Yeah. So when I, I when I was practicing for this episode, I actually wrote my own version of. Uh, filter and 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 my my filter takes the is is has the same arguments well at least the two arity version of filter, um, but what you're saying is you can actually make it so that you can instead of making 
a function called filter that's using reduce, you can actually just reuse reduce and have a function that generates your reducing function with a predicate. Yes, that's an interesting correct, idea. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the idea is reduce is more general, right? Mm-hmm. Like reduce is, is, is more general. Now, there's good reasons why there's a filter function that's defined the way it is in Closure Core because there's performance implications of of trying to use reduce for everything, especially because reduce is eager in Closure and we want lazy lists, et cetera, et cetera. Right. right? I, I think that's I think that's the biggest reason in my mind is that is because is because of laziness. Um, uh, like I think, yeah, but but you're right. It would be a performance. It could right. be a performance hit. So let's let's set the whole laziness thing to the side because we'll we'll talk about <laughs> okay. all this over the course of a few episodes and and we'll pick laziness back up again. <laughs> but I think conceptually like it's important to understand that a reducing function is a more general thing, right? And and it it applies in a lot of situations. And so when I first started functional programming, I just thought of reduce as a way of doing aggregations. But really, reduce is more than just a way of doing aggregations. You can do them. You can sum things up and add things to get... Well, I guess that's what summing them up. But you can do those kind of <laughs> aggregations. Right. right. Um, but you can do more general computation. Right. So filter is a great example. Like you're doing general list processing using a reducing function, like a reduction. Okay, same thing map. Like you could you could implement your own map that same way with a re- with a reducing function, right? It would take a list and and a value, right? And then you could hard code the specific transformation you want to do. So then for each value you conch onto the list, you know, the new value uh that you produced with your function. And you could make that more general by making a a function that takes a a map function, right? Mm-hmm. And Harder. gives you a reducing function that that uses the map function that you supplied. And then you can feed that into reduce. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it it's it's pretty straightforward to do a lot of these things. Um and 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 leverage reduce for a lot more than just um simple aggregations. Um right. Yeah, and so the point here isn't that it's better to go implement map and filter and things like like let's go re-implement closure core in terms of reduce. <laughs> like that's not the point. The point is like reduce is more general than than you may realize. And like really understanding that whole concept of taking a thing, like taking a state of something, right? An intermediate state and then taking new input for it and producing a new intermediate state is is really important because that shows up all over the place, not yeah. just in calling the function reduce. So if you, back to our tic-tac-toe game, uh, back at the very beginning of this thing, right? If you have a game state and somebody makes a move, a move is that new bit of information. So you take the game state and the move and you combine them into a new game state. So that is a reducing function, right? Uh, that move may have come over the network. That move might be in a list of moves. That move may have been typed in 
from the, like you don't know where the move came from, but you have the game state and a move, and you're producing new game state. Mm-hmm. And it's actually one of the ways that we that we do most of our uh, state management um, because like map is essentially stateless. Like you can't affect future transformations with transformations you've already completed. I mean that's kind of the point. Uh, and same with filter, but. But with reduce, you can keep around a state that will actually, if you need to have some put some bit of information, like I want to increment this until I get to the fourth element, and then I want to decrement it. You know that kind of that kind of transformation is very complex, and it, it, you need to have some state. And so you actually would have some state that would keep going through the the reduce as reduce is is calling your function again and again, and passing the state back in. But then the end result is some sub state. You know, that's I don't want I don't I don't care about the state that I used for this transformation. I want to just take the result out. And so, like, there's there there's there's a lot of complex ways you can use reduce um uh to to to, to be able to keep track of state. Um, yeah, and that and that's the key. Like reducing functions are things that you can give to reduce, but reducing functions are more useful in general than just things you can give reduce exactly because because they encapsulate the accumulator part that the first argument to the reducing function encapsulates the current state of things if you're if you're recreating filter the current state of things are all the 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 list you're building up right that contains all the things thus far that have matched the filter right um or if you're if you're doing reducing like with plus, you know, the plus function is is a reducing function, right? So mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. argument is sort of your current sum, if you will, and then another element to sum in. So yeah, that that's the idea. And I think like that concept is probably enough <laughs> for us to maybe set this down, this conversation down for for the next week and <laughs> pick it up in a week and keep exploring more about these reducing functions. Yeah, it's and- interesting. So we 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 have taken it and we we've basically taken the 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 I want to step from one state to the next and pulled that into its own function. And so we we've been able to pull part of it out and and reuse that in other ways. And so I think right. that's going to be a bit of a theme throughout this series is 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 being able to pull parts of the computation apart um, because they're useful on their own. Right. And sometimes you need to, like, you're going to end up with a reducing function, right? That that thing that's useful on its own, but you might need to assemble it a little bit. Mm. Like in the case yeah. where we write a function, like a filter reducer function, right? So, y- you know, you hand it a filter and it gives you a reducing function. I'm sorry, you hand it a predicate, it gives you a reducing function that filters with that predicate. And then you could, you know, and so on and so forth. So, so there's this whole idea of assembling a, a, a reducing function that, that we're going to explore in the future. We're not going to dive into that now. <laughs> I think we're already over time anyway. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to reduce the scope of this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, the reduced puns. <laughs> yes, plenty, of, plenty more of those, I hope, in, in the weeks to come. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. So um, if you have any questions about this episode or if you have any thoughts on Reduce that you'd like to share with us, uh, please hop on to Twitter and send us a tweet or uh, send us an email at feedback at closuredesign.club um, or uh, our favorite, which is hop into the Closure Design Dash podcast channel on Closure and Slack and um, let's 
let's re- let's let's have some good reductions there. Yeah, uh, we we may not respond instantly, but we we do show up and we do get back to you, and we'd love to hear from you. Another great place to visit is closuredesign.club, where you can find the show notes for this episode and past episodes. And uh, I don't know, bios, if you want to go read our bios. Um, <laughs> if you're having trouble sleeping, uh, we highly recommend that. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yes, please do that. Please fall asleep. Uh, I mean, no, no, don't fall asleep yet. Um, all right. <laughs> Enough of that. Next week, we'll take another step in our reduction. Uh, but for now, thanks for listening. Thank you.